Like these type of movements without understanding the implications in the body is irresponsible. Hey guys and welcome back to Karate Over Coffee. I'm your host Shane McMahon. Today we're going to be discussing tradition versus evolution. When to move on. Uh, it's been a bit of a hot topic lately. Um, how much should you should your own experience dictate your syllabus or, or your curriculum? Uh, I'm fortunate that the association that we belong to in Japan doesn't really interfere with with what we teach or, or how we teach. We we certainly teach uh, based on their principles and ideas and movements and and kata and their experience. Uh, however, they, they don't really control you know what drills I teach or. Or, what, or even what cutter I teach. Um, so we're in that sort of position, uh, which, is, which is fantastic. I can sort of dictate what we do and what we teach and those sorts of things. But I realize that not, um, not everybody is in that, um, in that position. So uh, I know there are associations out there that are very strict um, on what you teach and how you teach, uh, and especially the grading syllabus. Uh, it's gotta be adhered to with with you know no allowances for different body shapes or ages or previous experience um, or even injuries so i i had a shotokan um, shodan train with me a, a few months ago from a different club um, he was up here for a week or so uh, and he told me that he'll never be able to grade to nidan uh, because he can't do uh, maybe it was a side snap kick to the head or roundhouse kick to the to his head height He's in his 50s. Um, so maybe the Japanese sensei who created that syllabus or created that curriculum or that grading syllabus, uh, maybe he could kick head height. But you've got to think that he probably started when he was a kid and his muscle memory is there for him to be able to do that kick to the head. But, and it's a different body type too. You've, you've got different, um, different environment on how we sit compared to maybe the Japanese who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, so it's a little bit, little bit different. So especially when you look at uh, this guy starting in, in his 50s and to take that away from him, it's, you know, it doesn't really, doesn't make any sense. Um, so I've got two dojo, one in Brisbane where I teach and, and run. And I have a dojo in Sydney where my friend uh, Ben Perkin runs it. Um, ben and I, we talk a couple of times a week uh, and we have a weekly Zoom meeting where we catch up about, we talk about the syllabus, uh, class structure, student progression, uh, those sorts of things. Um, and during these meetings, I'll, I often tell Ben about a, a drill that I've created or a different way I've been teaching a, um, a particular part of a cutter or so, something like this, something that's a little bit different. So um, I'm often taping and videoing, uploading these techniques and drills so Ben can also teach it. Um, it's, a, it's more so I'm continually working on the syllabus or curriculum, adding or deleting, modifying, trying to evolve uh, what we're currently teaching. Um, I don't want to be stagnant. I want to be continually evolving what, what we are learning. Um, karate itself has evolved many times. Even the word, even the word karate, 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 tote, whatever you want to call it, uh, China hand, empty hand, Freddie's hand, Johnny's hand, uh, 
even that's evolved, even tay or t the, the fist, uh, it can mean more than just a hand or a fist. Um, in an interview I did with uh, Joe Swift, uh, he discussed the evolution of, of the word karate or karate and how it could be, it could be considered and can be read as Chinese martial arts rather than empty hand or China hand or empty, empty fist. Um, yeah, actually, that, that depending on when you're listening to this, you may have already listened to that, that podcast or it, it's coming up. So it's part three of the discussion um, with, with Joe Swift. Make sure you check it out if you haven't. Uh, but back to the evolution of karate, um, it itself has changed and, and been modified many times over the years for, for different purposes. Um, you know, and it will continue to change. Even if you look at modern uh, kumite or modern WKF type kumite, um, the earliest idea of, of kumite and how it was created um, was a, a dueling uh, contest very similar to or, or based on kendo, kendo, um, you know, the, the one strike, one kill, the, the clean strike is finishes the match. Uh, so that, that's sort of been changed now to, to more um, points. So still has a contest where it's, it, it's an exchange and whoever gets a cleanest technique, the cleanest hit or the, the one that would knock the person down or knock the person out or finish the fight, that, that has stopped, um, you know, they stop and they come back and they restart, much like Kendo. Um, however, now it is not just one point, it's more more points, you know, as, as it evolves. So I think at the moment in WKF type Kumite, you need eight points more than the other person to, to stop the contest. Um, but yeah, when I first started, it was maybe three points or, or, or six points. Now it's, it's unlimited almost. Um, different to boxing or Muay Thai, where it's a continual bang, 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 bang action. Uh, you know, the evolution of Kumite itself has, has evolved. Uh, even from when I was competing to to now, the techniques are the, the techniques are delivered differently. They're faster. The athletes are faster. They're fitter. Um, totally different to when I was when I was competing as a as a kid, even as an adult. Um, so where do we keep tradition and when do we em embrace evolution well let's take a quick look at a typical shotokan mawashigeri or, or and or a side snap kick the yokogeri um, when i was a kid we started in a shoto based um, karate system and i remember having to contort my body had to change how i how i moved I had to lock that hip in to get to do a round kick, um, even in a side side snap kick. Um, you know that uh, now we know more about how the body moves and the the, the body mechanics, the body um, or the biomechanics. So we've actually we've ch we changed a long time ago, you know, thirty years ago, and how we how we deliver, a, especially in my washer Gary. We do, we don't do side snap kick anymore. Um, so we, we don't have to worry about that one, um, but we've made our round kicks a little more user friendly, hip friendly, hip flexor friendly, making it making it a lot easier on the body. There are so many old, oh, not old, so there are many uh, guys who have done shotokan for a long time who are hobbling around with with bad hips and and bad knees, um, and like uh, I'm hundred percent positive. 
that one of the contributing factors is the kick, is, is how the kick is delivered. And um, so my father is the same. He, he had his hip replaced a long time after doing, after being, a, you know, in that short sort of base style for many years. He had his hip replaced a, a few years ago and, you know, and he's much better for it. But the, you know, keeping that sort of kick, um, you know, I'm, I'm all in favour of tradition, uh, you know, but to keep practising these types of kicks or these types of movements and not, and I'm, I'm not singling out, uh, singling out Shotokan, um, but these type of movements without understanding the, the implications in the body is irresponsible to your body and and also the welfare of your student's body as well. So, you know, the same can be said about the self-defense and what can be classified as self-defense. This is, I know, look, I, I know there are dojo out there who advertise as, as teaching self-defense, um, but what they're teaching is really unrealistic self-defense it's it's karate versus karate attacks so you know like a big example of this and i'm sure you've seen these videos and maybe you are practicing this in your dojo too but the the attacker steps back into like a kamai position like a ready position um and the, then the defender steps back into their kumite or sorry their kamai position their ready fighting position and when the, when the defender is ready, the attacker steps forward and does a long lunging punch, huge punch so the defender can see. Um, and normally the defender then steps back or steps off to the side in a long front stance and delivers a, a punch, a typical karate block with a typical karate punch, a long punch, a long block. And that's the end of the, the self-defense uh, scenario game game over but seriously you can look up thousands of videos on on self-defense on on youtube um, that are better than this type of garbage uh, but i can almost guarantee you the instructor that is teaching it teaching this type of self-defense is because his instructor taught it and his instructor taught it so it goes back like this so uh, here's just a quick a quick time frame and, and i'm no expert in karate history but um i'll tell you this is this is the way that I look at it. So Itosu's karate program came to the mainland of Japan and took off like wildfire. More instructors were required to teach and without really understanding karate and really understanding what they were teaching and, and how to connect the dots back to original karate or, or back to Shurite, it, mainly these Japanese instructors were, these Japanese sensei were creating defenses against being attacked using the kion or the, the fundamentals or the basic techniques out of kata. Kata that has been altered and changed to fit into Itosu's children's karate program. Um, and then from there it spread to the west. So, and then in the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, it was only when the westerners started questioning the legitimacy of the type of attacks and the responses did karate begin to change. Or, you know, change again or revert back to, you know, a more practical and practical, uh, practical attacks and practical responses. Um, so the more, the more and more and more we learn from discussion groups, Facebook discussion groups, seminars that we attend, like the Zoom seminars even now, um, interviews, YouTube, brilliant podcasts, the more we, we owe it to the next generation of students to question what we are learning and deliver the 
very best product we can. We, we can. Um, if so, if you're affiliated with an association that hasn't evolved with the times, and if you're still teaching teaching the these types of self defense or these types of movements that hurt the body, that that create a, a false sense of security for self defense, um, then maybe it is time to move on. Anyway, guys, thanks. A bit of a, another controversial topic for some, uh, not not for others, but uh, especially those who've been who've been evolving their karate for a long time. Um, so it, it shouldn't be a big surprise for you that there are still others who are still teaching this. Um, now, if you haven't already jumped onto our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group, make sure you you jump on. You can you can subscribe. Um, uh, we talk about. Well, we haven't really started talking too much, but it's only a new one, but we can discuss everything about the podcast, like this podcast or other podcasts that I've done. Uh, you can also catch us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, we have a, a YouTube channel. We're actually getting more views on YouTube than we are doing on the, on the podcast. But anyway, that's, that's cool. Whatever, whatever easiest place for you to listen to it. Um, actually, I'm also thinking about opening a shop where we where you can support us by purchasing shirts and, and coffee mugs, because obviously this is still karate over coffee. Hang on, let me just have a quick sip of my coffee here. So what I'm drinking at the moment is a long black. I'm kind of boring that like that, but sometimes I'll drink a soy latte, ooh, bit bit of soy. Um, but normally I'm a long black. This one is a hot one because in Brisbane at the moment it is. It's verging into winter, um, so it's probably about 22 degrees outside, so it's a bit chilly. Uh, and but uh, yeah, so let me know if you if you're keen on the on the shirts and the mugs. Um, but and check us out of the uh, on the Karate Over Coffee community group. Speak to you soon.